and let there be sound. Hello, everybody. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr., and you are currently tuning into the Ghetto Fabulous podcast. Um, joining me today will be a revolutionary icon in the arts. We have Mr. George V. George V. George v. Is that not what? No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So, you know, let, let's let's talk about how you got, you know, into into arts. So, um, you know, when you was a child, like, w- what was your major influences when you when you grew up that, that really, like, showed people... Like what you could do, like like, like what, who were some artists that you draw from as a kid? I don't really like my childhood because I had no parents. Uh, I was an orphan. I was raised by wolves, so I don't really like to talk about it. But you were raised by wolves. Yeah, no, not wolves. Uh, donkeys. <clears throat> That's not funny. Um, <laughs> why, why are you laughing? That's just, my childhood. Because it sounds, are, you, are you mocking my childhood? It sounds suspiciously similar to. Dr. Doofenshmirtz, who was abandoned by his family and then raised by Ancelots and Phineas and Ferb. What 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 what's what's Phineas and Ferb? It's like this TV show in in on Disney about like these. I, like, I, I have a feeling you're mocking me. I, I, I don't appreciate it. <clears throat> well, well. Anyways, let's let's move on to the next question. Um, how did you get involved with our network when it came to um, filming your uh your documentary series? That only had one episode planned from the 65. What are you talking about? I was, never had a documentary series. It was the one where, uh, where, where you were, where you locked us out initially for some reason when we first greeted you. Yeah, that wasn't me. It wasn't you? It wasn't me. Then, 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 then who was it? He looked exactly like you. If not, you look exactly like him. I don't care. It wasn't me. I was raised by donkeys. I I don't know what a I don't know what a camera is. I just know art. So so do you think you do art or you make art? Do make what's the difference? Art comes from within and I feel without art I wouldn't be alive. So 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 what like what is your next project that you have coming up? I have a lot of projects. Maybe there's some that I can't talk about. It's sort of confidential, but there is one I'm pretty proud of, and it has to do with the situation right now. It's a a little virus. I think it's like a Heineken Heineken beer virus or something. But um, yeah. You mean Bud Light beer virus? No. Coors Light beer, nah. No. Sing Tao virus, <laughs> dude. I should get me this. <laughs> All right. So little skit aside, um, jokes aside, as you can see, we actually like upgraded the studio a little bit more. Um, and joining us is not George Vo, it's actually Patrick. Um, initially we planned <laughs> to uh, to have like the first half be him in character as George Vo, but this is getting <laughs> more and more ridiculous. How are you actually doing today, though? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, the closer, please. <laughs> yeah, the the virus, the real virus. It's sort of a, <clears throat> it's taking a toll on everyone, you know. And as much as I like staying at home, I'm introvert by nature. I uh, do feel like. What do you sound more like George Bush now than you did before? 
<laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just a shit actor, man. Sorry. <laughs> well, shit. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, I do want things to just go back to normal, you know, like get back to schedule, go, go back to work, hang out. Other than that, um, it's been, it's been all right. You know, just relaxing at home, not Conver- doing much. Conversely, I actually prefer this because I like getting paid for no reason with EI. Um, and of course, you know, through EI, I was able to do something productive with it. Like, like set up this shit. Well, it's, example. it's really like how you, how you take, take in the situation, I guess you could be like productive, like as you are being right now. Mm. Uh, also it can be like a lazy bum and not do anything. <laughs> you know, I mean, technically speaking, I am also being a lazy bum at the same time. I'm literally sitting here and not really doing anything. Well, like depends on who you ask, I guess. That is true. This could be seen as doing nothing. Um, personally, I just see it as hanging out, but it is what it is. You know, you yeah. got to take, take what comes, comes to you. Mm, yeah. Cause the, the thing about like, you know, the whole entire, like, um, situation being locked down is i realized like i have the potential now since this room is more or less cleared now i finally get to work on this room and kind of like be more productive and shit because i don't know if you know about this but like for the longest time the reason why i was on hiatus on my own youtube channel is because my great aunt for some reason like was staying over here from montreal and you know i love her and everything but she literally did overstay her welcome so it was like now i I think she did some other stuff too but (laughs) <laughs> yeah she also stole my freaking like ice classes case but that's another story for another time but yeah so 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 ever since she left i was like i need to work on this room to make it like completely studio-ish to the best of my ability and that also and that does two things of course one it increases the workflow in this room and then two it, it kind of acts as like a like a foolproof plan so that she doesn't live here again <laughs> i feel like maybe i should not have gotten a futon then and maybe just got a regular couch instead so just just so that she doesn't have the option to do so but yeah um what have you been doing like at home lately have you been doing anything productive at all writing i know i've been i've been i've been a lazy bum (laughs) oh shit okay (laughs) now but um (laughs) i like i've i've been taking this time to just relax for the most part um i had a lot of time to think about stuff you know so like thought about my future where i want to be um my relationship stuff like that it's like i feel like it's a good time if you're not doing anything you might as well reflect your choices where you want to be you know some self-inspiration i guess Mm, okay yeah i feel like that's important because like for me the, the the first thing i did uh when i when I was in lockdown was I, I pretty much just went in and like built as, as far as I could with like cosplay and stuff until I ran out of materials and then I stopped. So then like for those who didn't know, I also run like a second cha- channel um, and I basically am like the main editor there. But then the contributing members were also unable to like keep up with like their progress and send me footage to edit and stuff. So basically, eventually, even though it is nice to be in lockdown, the problem was um, eventually time and lack of materials or whatever will like catch up to you. So that's why I decided to do stuff like this. I went ham at Ikea yesterday and actually built all this shit yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, let, let, let's talk about sort of like your involvement with this channel from the early conceptions. Cause like, obviously this channel, I don't know exactly what's happening with this channel and also like where it's going and what it's become necessarily. But like, how did you first get involved when it comes to like meeting, us meeting myself, William, uh, Kevin, 
and like the weird projects that we had from the beginning because we briefly talked about this with kevin in the previous episode but i don't know if cam if, if kevin is like podcast shy or whatever but he really didn't say much uh, well i can sort of relate to kevin like i never imagined like being part of a like a your youtube channel or whatever like i know you always like wanted to do videos and stuff like that but personally i didn't really like see the interest in it but um like i met you guys a few years ago like honestly like it's been over five years five years now approximately well you and i met like 2013 if memory serves yeah like uh we personally met like uh before like all the other guys yeah but um i remember i think the first video i helped you on it's like way back uh I, I, I should even remember it, but I remember we were at a park and you told me to do some like stunts or whatever. And Kevin was late. And uh, most of the time I was just laying on the ground as a dead guy, which was, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's a good experience for you. Bro. Good experience, <laughs> good acting experience, staying still. <laughs> wow. Uh, it was 2015. It was 2015. It was the flashback sequence. That's what it what it was. Hmm. Um, hilariously, Kevin told this. This is when when we first have like a documented sort of um, the first time we documented the fact that Kevin is always late. So what happened was he told us, "All right, guys, come here at one. All right, don't be late. All right, cool." So then we all show up at like 12:45, and then we call up Kevin, and he's like still sleeping. <laughs> yeah, actually, not not that you mentioned it, we. Were- I think for half the day, we were just at the park and we were just messing around. Yeah, because like, we were waiting and shit. How long was it? Two hours or something? Two, three hours. Two, it's pretty long. Two hours, I would say. Yeah, and then he came and then started. And after that, I was just laying on the ground. So, yeah. in my opinion, it was sort of a waste of a day. But, you know, you live and learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, like, 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 I didn't want, like, say, like, you wanted, you should be, like, making YouTube videos, like necessarily more like just uploading like music and shit well like for me that i i always like enjoyed music like uh making music playing playing music but um i feel i see more as a hobby rather than uh something that i want to put out to the world you know Uh, so i just like i enjoy just making music in my room just to make music you know it's fun Mm. And uh, same thing with, like, video making, like, I feel like I enjoy helping you and your channel, but um, for me, like, it does, I feel like it doesn't matter if, like, a hundred people see this video or, like, a million. I feel like it's just fun making it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because we were, like, in talks for potentially doing a sequel to the George uh <laughs> mockumentary, I guess. But like done up in a different style. I don't know if I could talk about the details about it just yet. But like we were thinking about doing some like something with that character, because technically speaking, that is like the only character that we have that's like fully original, so to speak, and like has potential to expand and shit. But like we haven't figured out a proper story for that yet. But um, what 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 did you you know? Let's talk more about the George Ver thing since the first half was supposed to be you as George Ver. Um, tell us about your involvement in that outside of just playing the character of george because in in ways you 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 almost you created it you created like a lot of like weird like idiocratic like aspects of that character 
So how did you how did you come up with that type of shit? Because <laughs> because you did some shit I've never seen before. <laughs> well, like if you compare me with the character, um, you can probably notice how like it's vastly different. Like I don't think um, if you see that character and you speak to me in person, you probably wouldn't connect the two. But uh, I think like I'm naturally a pretty weird person, even if I don't show <laughs> it outside. Like um, I don't know. I feel like everything on the video. Was like sort of how I feel on the inside sometimes. Okay. So I was just like bringing it out, but that character it was fun to do, um, if not a bit embarrassing to be honest. But, uh, I mean, you are doing some weird shit. Like you're climbing up trees. You're you're calling out for birds that aren't there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, most of it, most of it was this for the sake of the video. To be honest. Right. I, I would uh, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think overall it was fun and. Uh, you know, if we do something again, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm. Uh, but coming up with the character was, it sort of came like at a random time, random place. I remember you wanted um, like another video idea, I guess. And it was, uh, you wanted to do some sort of skit. And uh, I remember we were brainstorming and we couldn't really pinpoint like an exact idea or like overall theme of the video. So uh, we were just brainstorming and um, I think it was Kevin actually. He, uh, like, we were thinking of names for a character, and uh, I just put out George, and then uh, Kevin was, like, just naming colors or something, and I was like, what about green? This is hilarious because I came up with George. Oh, right. Okay. Me. Well, someone came up with George. I came up with George, and then I said some shit about George Forest Fire, George Green, George Earth, George Okay, Pan. so I don't remember the story at all, but basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically... We were just coming up with names, and uh, we came up with the with the name George Verts or George V, which yeah. would have come later. And um, you know, like George V, it seems like um, an artist's name or something. Like so, something someone eccentric. So uh, you know, we were just walking around. I remember we were walking through like um, like a forest area near your near your place. Yeah. And uh, we thought, like, maybe we could incorporate the nature and stuff. He's uh, an artist that likes nature. Yeah. And it sort of just picked off, picked up from there. Hmm. So you're remembering a lot of things incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that sort of has to do with the character, right? <laughs> I guess. So So what actually happened was Kevin came up with this idea where he wanted to... He, he kind of pushed... Because I wanted to do one, too. But he pushed for, like, we should probably do another like short film or skit and i'm like that's great at the time i was at the time i was working like for like a i was working on like a proof of concept for a documentary um and then kevin said like oh why don't we do one about like an arrogant like bastard of an artist i'm like yeah we could do that and then and then he came up with like kevin wanted him to be like super stupid but also like very okay for lack of a better word he wanted him to be very do i want to say it dumb <laughs> i'm bailing from that he wanted him to be very dumb but still very full of himself right so that th that was the general gist that kevin laid out for us and then um most of it we first shot was like improv like you said some some weird shit about like jesus himself said if the tree is brown then you're wood <laughs> which i don't i still don't know how the fuck he came up with that um, and then we just kind of improved it and shot it. The funny thing is, um, Kevin is, is, a is a legit screenwriter. Well, he's working towards being a legit screenwriter. He, 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 he's in like university still. Uh, but Patrick actually came up with like a majority of like the, the written scripted parts of it. 
Oh, well, I think the thing with that video is like it didn't necessarily have like a a strict script that we followed. It was more like, um, like that either. What's that? I don't think you could for something like that either. Yeah, it was more like uh, I came up with like key points for scenes that I wanted to do, mm. and uh, I sort of like improvised on the spot and like obviously it sort of comes off as improvised through through the actual video yeah but um yeah we came up with key points i uh, improvised on the spot and uh, it just turned out how i did you and, became george <laughs> yeah in a sense i guess like i i love like series like the office and stuff where it's sort of like a mockumentary style where um like it follows a certain person at the time and uh, it seems like it's a serious concept, but the, all the characters are obviously so ridiculous and unbelievable sometimes. And uh, I felt like I wanted to sort of bring that idea into this video. Mm. How how would you say like... Because the first thing that you were a part of that actually worked, because <laughs> you were part of a few things, but like they didn't work. And we don't really talk about them often. But the first one that did work was... Um, Shit, what was it called? Graveyard Shift, the the, the Halloween video. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing was, there's literally, there's this funny ass shot where Kevin turns around. Patrick's supposed to be right next to him, but you were already like on your way to Taiwan or whatever at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's like the funny thing. So because of, of, of uh, because we knew of um Patrick's appending descent, why did I, departure, descent. We knew that we had to shoot like it quick. That's why it was as rushed as it was and the audio was not clean or anything like that. And I didn't have time to correct it properly. Do you think we should, not we should, but but an assumption that we did have proper time to film it. How would, do you think the result would be different for that? Or actually, first things first, we should perhaps talk about how the fuck we even came up with that shit. Um, obviously, it's a SpongeBob parody. If mm. Like people who watch that didn't understand that, but yeah. uh, I think it was Kevin. He wanted to do like a SpongeBob parody or something, right? And uh, then, f- from what I understood, uh, after we did the first the smoke and mirrors video that we don't talk about, <laughs> um, Kevin wanted to do a horror, right? And I'm like, I'm kind of mm-hmm. down for that. I don't mind, um, but we just didn't have an, an idea. It was me, Kevin. And William, we were at his place and we were like brainstorming ideas. And then like eventually we just started like tossing like some bullshit ideas. Like William kept on making the joke, yo, we should do shotgun face. <laughs> so so that's where, where, where that initially started. And that was like way back. And then uh, finally we decided uh, to, to, to bring on like Patrick. Maybe he could generate some ideas. And then that ended up being a Spongebob parody. Yeah, I guess that's how it came about. Uh, going back to your previous question, um, I actually really liked how that turned out. Yeah. Even though it did seem like a bit uh, amateurish, but that sort of has to do with the feel of the video, you know? Yeah. It's like, um, I feel the most important thing with these videos is that we should be having fun, and it's supposed to be a fun process. And if that's not happening, then I feel like it won't be successful, you know? Mm. Especially with like the the more comedic ones. Like it only makes sense for that to, mm-hmm. to, to be the way it was, which is why we shot um, George V on the fly with like no script at all. And then <laughs> the, the funny thing about um, graveyard shift is we had the script and it was always on screen. It was always on our laptops. That's, that's, that's why we had our laptops there. <laughs> um, but, but, but what else do you think? Like maybe what else would you personally be interested in, 
experimenting with 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 like these skits now that we have like infinite time mm. i feel like we can sort of explore new themes i guess like we did a, a comedy video like a mockumentary style i feel like we can um i don't know explore other genres i guess different like, horror, like 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 shotgun face yeah we can do an actual horror or like you know there's there's so many things so many genres so many like ways of filming i feel like we haven't explored yet so you know it'd be nice to try to do some of those in the future what what would you like personally like to like to try i don't know at this point like i feel like we explored a lot of comedic like ideas so uh, something more like that has a serious tone i guess would probably be the logical next step in my opinion okay because like the, the the only other idea that we tried that ended up being something else was uh we, we wanted to do like this live action anime thing, <laughs> and uh, well in case you haven't figured it out it was kind of like implied in the way that we shot it like the tone it w- it ended up being back to school a whole new meaning uh, with William, but uh the, the the thing that I noticed when it comes to our track record there's like there's like two films so to speak that are like mostly silent films. The one where William gets bullied and the one that where William gets kicked out of school. Um, and then the the two that, that involves a lot of like, that actually has a lot more dialogue and shit. That would be Graveyard Shift and um, and George Ver, right? And and it's funny because like, you know, we, we're not very like, <laughs> we, we don't have pro tendencies. We're not really professional with the way that we operate. We always improvise with like with, with like dumb shit, right? Like I said, imp- like George Vaux was more or less completely improvised. Um, in fact, uh, um, back to school, a whole new meaning. We actually, you weren't there, so so this is news for you too. We actually, we didn't even know what the fuck we were doing. Every single thing that we did was was on the spot in that one day. <laughs> so we really challenged ourselves because it was also for like an assignment at school for uh, Kevin and myself. But um, like if you were to 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 sort of like rate what what video whether you've been a part of it or not is like your favorite and why which one would that be from our track record? Favorite? Mm-hmm. Probably. I I really like the overall feeling of graveyard graveyard shift. I felt like that video was like um, I don't know. It felt like more personal, I guess. Just like us making a video being stupid. Because it is based off yeah. of the fact. It's literally almost like a line for line uh, rewrite of what actually happened when we were brainstorming it until the more like supernatural part. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I always like those kind of videos where it feels like very homemade, very personal. Yeah. Rather than trying to be all professional and everything. Because I feel like going in that direction... I don't know. It feels like less. It feels not as attached. You know, it's not not as personal, and I feel like I can't really connect to it as much. But something like Graveyard Drift, I feel like it was more like it was just us on camera and doing whatever, just being stupid. You know. Okay, somewhat unrelated, but what did you think about the way that Kevin was dressed in that video? How was he dressed again? So you and I, and this was totally an accident. You and I were basically wearing completely all black, almost like how we are now, actually. <laughs> Um, and then Kevin was wearing like a like a really multicolored flannel, and then with like a Hatsune Miku oh, right, shirt right. and a hat. <laughs> well, it, I I just like it's his personality, I guess. It's sort of like it, it might have not fit with the video, 
but uh, it's just who he is, and I feel like that adds to the homey feel, I guess. So I, I don't think it would have like, I don't think it would have been that bad if Patrick and I were dressed differently. But the reason as to why we had to shoot it like that was because we like like surely because we initially shot like a like a proof of concept type of thing, which was Kevin's initial monologue, and then Patrick said, "Okay, I actually got to get going." Like. To Taiwan and like fuck I guess we're, we're trapped we have to be wearing these outfits for the remainder of the shoots and shit so that's why Kevin ended up looking so out of place because it just so happens that like Patrick and I were wearing all black in the video um, so so that's how that happened um, would you so right now we're going to go ahead and actually take a quick break and when we come back we're actually going to talk about a potential graveyard shift too <laughs> as well as a potential George Vert too so stay tuned all right, and we are back. So, second half of the podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, potential remakes or sequels to some of the bullshit that we've done. So, I guess like to to to, to first like toss you like a, a bit of a curveball. Uh, do you remember that the first time that we covered a song, we were actually in the same room, but on that side of the room? Yeah, it turned out pretty shit to be honest. What? <laughs> well, like for me, I, I was really nervous. So, like oh. even on camera, I couldn't really look up. Because I didn't like looking at the camera. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, I was nervous, so I didn't play the best. Like, you probably hear all the mistakes, but... Oh. No, it is what it is. Well, I mean, we could do it different. We could do it again now. And, like, properly and shit, too. True. This looks a lot better. Why do I... I need to get into the habit of closing these back up. I keep on forgetting. But, uh, but, um, but yeah. Uh, let's say we were to do that. You know, technically speaking, I just realized we actually had, like, a prime opportunity. We had the prime opportunity to do it today. Today, uh, we could have, I guess, but yeah. um, but yeah. So, uh, but 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 yeah. Um, be- before we jump into the, the the potential like future projects, so to speak, you actually resigned from your workplace like damn near, like right before it it uh it opened back up, right? Yeah, like from what I said before, I had a lot of time to think, and felt like I wasn't really growing in that position. So I might as well, I thought like I might as well try something new and that's what I'm doing now. So, so moving on from that, like, okay, so <laughs> let's talk about the, the stupid idea that we had for Graveyard Shift 2. So, um, it starts off with the reveal that at the end, there wasn't any ghost. It was just William fucking with us. He would be the one that's revealed to be like flickering the lights on and off. Because he he got annoyed with us that we didn't that we don't that we didn't take shotgun face seriously, so that 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 resolves the first one, so to speak. But the actual story of this the second one is so stupid, so I don't exactly fully remember what is what it was about because ultimately the 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 closest thing to working draft that we had was mildly convoluted, but it was kind of like a almost like a like a somewhat parody of a Scooby Doo type of thing where like we go around finding these different clues. Um, and then we hear to, to solve the legend of of Eduardo Tortellini, uh, which I don't even know how we came up with that. If memory serves, I think I kept on saying Eduardo, and then didn't you say Tortellini? Who who came up with that? I don't know. It could have it could have been me or Kevin. We both like <coughs> SpongeBob fans, so <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so 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 we kept on saying like, hmm, what is the conflict here? So then fucking Kevin was like, hmm, the conflict should be he loses something that is completely irreplaceable for him, but it needs to be something that when missing is spectacular. Like it's unbelievable, something deeply personal to him. And I'm like, he fucking loses his piano. <laughs> his whole piano fucking disappears. 
<laughs> and that's like the real mystery. We never wrote enough of it to 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 solve how it happened or like or like what happened, like how Eduardo Tonalini lost his uh his his piano. But the only thing I remember that was like insane that like I knew we could not film was Eduardo Tonalini gets kicked off stage and then mauled to death because because <laughs> as an extreme reaction to no music. But I legit have... I remember we tried to shoot it. Did we? Yes. Was I there? I don't remember. You were there. Yeah? But you were pissed, though. Was I? Yes, because time was being wasted because Kevin was late. I legitimately don't remember this. I can remember this. The reason why I remember this is because you just came back from Taiwan. It was either the Christmas video. I don't know. but, But I remember... No, no, it, it was great, Greater Shift 2. You just came back from Taiwan, if memory serves. And then I remember you, you carried, like, a tripod, like, over to over to, to the school to shoot. And then uh, I, I vividly remember doing this, where, like, there was this one shot where... I forget what you were supposed to say. It was supposed to, like, a reveal shot, but you were just so out of it. You're like, nah, dude, I'm done. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> you remember that? I, I remember it because I shoot everything, so, that, so that's why I remember it. Um... But yeah, um, I remember that we shot it right after class, as in like me and Kevin had a class together. We shot it right after that, and we never finished it because I don't think even I think even the day of like that's when we were writing that script. Like if memory serves, you weren't there for this because we had class. But while we were taking notes, Kevin was actually working on the script as we spoke with it. It was weird because like we didn't get anywhere with it. But speaking of not really getting anywhere with it, we were planning to do a George Vade, as we call it, George Vade Part Two, for uh, well, well, quarantine shit. So, what um, man, what 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 the fuck happened with that? I don't even know how to how to word this. Because we were all on board, but we could not figure out the the story, so to speak. Although Kevin did come through with like the the tightest title, though he called it George Vah <laughs> Part Two, Electric Boogaloo or some shit. I forgot what it was. Super 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 coronavirus sixty four, super COVID sixty four, <laughs> <laughs> and shit. But yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened with that. What 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 was your view of it? Mm. Or if you're uncomfortable with that, what would you have liked to seen story wise for a George Vah? I feel like. Um... The idea, like, it sort of came out of the blue. Like, we just wanted to do something else. And George Bo was, like, it went pretty well. So, we thought we could just do another one. Hmm. Another uh, one. Yeah, basically. Um, the story we came up with, it, it was all right. It wasn't the strongest. Uh, my problem was it was sort of, um, it was too, it was, it didn't have a centralized idea. So, hmm. it was sort of, like, everywhere. Sort of messy, in my opinion. Um, and I remember we had like, um, that's a meeting somewhat and, uh, we sort of like came up with ideas, but, um, it didn't really get, like, it didn't really do much progress with mm. the script and everything. It, it also didn't help that that was like after a full day of like doing shit and then it was at the end of the day. And then on top of that too, I didn't sleep the night before. So I was like extra exhausted. <laughs> Uh, I f- that meeting didn't really do much, I guess, and the story more or less stayed the same. It was still messy. 
they really have a centralized idea. Um, but I feel like we just didn't, we didn't really start it. It was just an, an idea we had. Uh, we had some points, some ideas, but we didn't really go through with it. Because Kevin did like wanted to write, I guess he still wants to write like the initial script. But the problem was um, he was having classes and at a particularly bad school. Fuck it. <laughs> um, so he, he, he didn't have time to fully commit to it. So he put it off to the side, which is fully understandable. I would do the same. Probably, probably not. I don't know. But um, <laughs> completely just contradicted the fuck out of myself. Um, but the, the, the thing was when we did meet up and we were trying to like think of a plan for it, like we realized like, dude, we're fucking crazy. We're exhausted. We're delusional. Why are we doing this at this time? It was that like what, like two a.m. in the morning, one a.m., two a.m. Yeah, pretty late. Yeah, yeah. It, it was fucking crazy. And then we were also like deliriously hungry too, or at least like some of us were. But yeah. What, what would you? What would you have liked to seen in a in a George Verdeur? Like, like what storyline or whatever would you base that off of? Well, what we came up with was uh, sort of parodying the current situation with the virus and everything yeah like the extremities of like people find each other over toilet paper and shit yeah um the ideas we came was were more or less sort of like really ridiculous which i guess sort of fits with the the idea of the video i felt like it was sort of straying away from like the current situation and um sort of losing its sense of realism i guess um i'd like to see more of like a centralized idea like a, how I, I was saying before um i don't know like uh we did the mockumentary style in the first one yeah so i feel like we could sort of um adapt that to this video but because that's like uh with the current situation i feel like it i'd like to film it in more of like a found like footage a, style yeah yeah like, like, like a, a first person almost almost like that yeah, yeah. so we we didn't because because patrick and i talked about this briefly before the podcast um we didn't think of an idea but we certainly thought of like the best ending which i can't tell you guys <laughs> but that would have been like the most appropriate ending for this and we haven't told Patrick, uh, Kevin this. I haven't told Patrick. I haven't told Kevin this either. But I'm pretty sure he'll love it too. It's fucking stupid. That's the thing. The the dope thing about this character is we get to be as dumb as possible with him because there's no bounds. The only thing is the only bounds is just it can't be. It can't take the the spotlight away from the character. It needs to remain true, so to speak. Because unfortunately, we did define him quite well. Like, like like we we fleshed him out quite a bit in the first one. But yeah. Um, do you think we'll ever, cause, cause I still want to do this. I don't know if you do or Kevin does. Do you think we'll ever do that live action anime parody thing? If it comes, like comes to fruition, then I guess we could do it, but I'm not in, uh, in, entirely in a rush to do it, mm. to be honest, but I guess it would be fun to sort of explore that area again. Mm. So something real funny, um, to the viewers just wa- watching or listening to this. So I just had this set up yesterday. It looks and works immaculately. And then I just got a text from my boss telling me, hey, so we're going to open back up on Wednesday. So, fuck, man. But, yeah. 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 I'm not ready to go back to work. I'm not ready to take the disgusting TTC and sweat the fuck in it. I'm not ready for this shit. Like, I understand that, uh, like, Canada's lifting its restrictions for some things, but... 
in my opinion, it's a little bit too early, especially since a lot of the people aren't following social distancing. Yeah. A lot of people aren't wearing masks or protecting themselves. Yeah. So I feel like if everything's opening, like now, especially since like it's sort of like in a precarious stage, I feel yeah. like it could be like a second, a second like, like emergence or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about those dumbasses who are like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask, and shit like that? They say that like it's a fucking struggle. I mean, like, I understand that you have like your own decision and you can do whatever you want, but it's not just affecting you, you know. It's affecting everyone yeah. else in like around you. And I just feel like objectively, it's stupid. Like, bro, yeah. how, what is so difficult about having a, a sheet of fabric over your face? Well, like, I guess it's not entirely the individual's fault. It's more like a cultural thing because. Here in the West, like a lot of people aren't used to wearing masks, especially mm. going outside with the masks, because uh, it's not in the culture, you know. Like whereas in Asian culture, like Taiwan, Japan, China, yeah. all those places, like even if you're you have a cold or you feel a little bit sick, you you'd wear a mask just for like a social like distancing. <laughs> not not a social distancing. It's like well, I can't find the word, but like it's a etiquette. Yeah, social etiquette. Social etiquette. Uh, you'd wear a mask just so you wouldn't spread your like your sickness sickness yeah. to other people. But here, that so that social etiquette isn't ingrained in the culture. Well, the other thing too is like honestly, like there's people like me who just wear that shit sometimes because it it looks cool, especially if you have like a fucked up looking face like mine. <laughs> but 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 the, the 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 weird thing is like the the quote unquote objective argument that I hear from a lot of people who don't want to wear the mask is because oh I have a tough time breathing with a mask on, and it's like the fuck you mean dude it's a thin sheet of fabric over your face you can't breathe through a thin sheet of fabric out of your face i mean like a little bit a, li a little bit of discomfort for a temporary amount of time is better than like being sick and like having the risk of you know dying yeah it's a small sacrifice in my opinion yeah death or discomfort that is really the the name of the game i probably choose death <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> my life is pathetic i'm joking <laughs> oh shit but yeah um yeah it's crazy because because i am going back to work and i do work retail i am like kind of cautious about that like i don't really know how i feel about this um i haven't spoken to my boss and like other coworkers about this because i literally just got the news in the break um kind of nervous i'm not gonna lie because like what if there's like disgusting motherfuckers that are like you know not wearing the mask and they're like openly picking up picking their nose with with no gloves on and shit just you know, like, terrible terrible hygiene in that situation i guess it's sort of your responsibility to keep yourself safe you know keep distance from them wear a mask wear gloves if you must yeah it's, not, it's like it's nothing you can really do if they're not following the unless you know, we place like a rule of like no mask no entry which i don't know if that's gonna happen I need to switch to my boss, but well, even some malls like they have like security guards or like people guarding the entrances. Yeah, and if you're not wearing a mask, then they can just deny you entrance, right? Yeah. Do, do you know what's actually fucking funny? I love seeing this when people they have the mask on, but they haven't worn like a beard type of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so they do technically have a mask, but it's just it's literally hanging there. It doesn't do anything, and it's like, what is the purpose of that, dude? <laughs> Do you know what's actually fucking disgusting though? God. People who who after they're done shopping at like a Costco or a Walmart or whatever, they toss their mask into the carts and just leave it there. <laughs> Same thing with the gloves. It's just like, I haven't I haven't actually seen that, but I'd imagine seeing that would be pretty gross. <laughs> it's just it's just terrible like 
hygiene and shit. Like, dude, you, you've been breathing onto this thing. Like, just fucking toss that out, dog. And we don't know what kind of nastiness you might be doing, too. Like, what if you suck dick before you went into Costco, <laughs> bro? I don't want to touch that shit. <laughs> but, yeah. Shit like that kind of, I don't want to say triggers me necessarily. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it triggers me because it's like, it's just the most natural thing that, 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 that the most easiest way to like avoid shit spreading. Let me just not do it. Yeah. The worst thing that, that bothers me about people like that is like, sometimes it's easier to just do nothing mm-hmm. than it is to do something, depending on how stupid you are. Cause like for example, right? If you're not, if you don't wear the, if you don't want to wear the mask, just don't go outside. True. Yeah. But they're like, no, man. Like I could go outside now. It's like, yeah, but what are you doing outside? I don't know. I mean, in the ideal situation, the best strategy would be to stay inside. Yeah. Feel the the only reason you should go outside are for like necessities, yeah. like groceries and stuff like that. Then they sh- say shit like, oh, but I just want to get some fresh air. I'm like, you can still get some fresh air at like your lawn or balcony, bro. You don't need to go outside and just and just like the 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 hygienic safety of everybody else and shit yeah. you working at the place that you used to work you wouldn't have had this issue though right because you, you're back a house i mean like you can there's always an issue everywhere where there's, there's other people like as long as one person isn't like following the uh like the code the code yeah. health code i guess um the covid code covid code that actually sounds sick <laughs> then um, you're always going to be at risk. Like like I said, the best protection is just to protect yourself, you know. Wear a mask, keep distance. You almost make it sound like UFC. Protect <laughs> yourself at all times. We'll have a clean fight. Touch gloves if you want. Yeah, well, that's just like my, my viewpoint on the whole situation. Just yeah. keep yourself safe. <laughs> I don't know it's because I'm ghetto like it almost sounds like so what Patrick is secretly trying to do is make sure that you're always packing heat so that if mans are like coughing on you just like unload the strap <laughs> it's the hand sanitizer <laughs> and a super soaker <laughs> dude if that goes into somebody's eyes bro they're done <laughs> oh shit we should do that dude dude if my store would allow me to do that man I was actually um, I was going to a grocery store the other day and the person at the front had like a hand sanitizer, but it was in a spray bottle. So he was spraying people's oh. hands with the hand sanitizer. That's, that's close to a gun. I mean, the the nozzle, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't... Yeah, but, man, <clears throat> I don't really know if I'm going to go back to work because, like, a majority of us are Asian. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if we're going to get that, that racist shit going around. I did just say racist shit. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get that racist shit going on in, in, my, uh, in my workplace. I... I Here's the thing, right? A part of me, I always say I do not like confrontation, so I don't ever want to be in it. But at the same time, it's like I've been growing more and more clever with my comebacks. So, you know, like I, I kind of want that to happen to me so that I could fake cough on somebody finally and, and, and use that joke. But mm-hmm. What would you do in a situation like that? Let's say you were in a situation like that. Let's say that you're working retail. Everybody in the store is Asian. That that works with you, and then like someone, some some one racist motherfucker comes in and says some shit about like COVID and, and, and Asians. What the fuck would you do? Personally, like, cough on that it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I understand that a lot of people would be offended, and I I would be offended too. But it's not worth causing a big scene and potentially like endangering others yeah. just for your own sense of pride. Pride. Yeah, I understand that. People shouldn't be saying that. And there are times when you should be able to speak up yeah. and voice your opinion. 
at the same time you have to use discretion and like if it's not worth it then it's not worth it just ignore them like ask them to leave if it comes down to it then you can call someone that would better handle the situation like a security guard yeah if it comes down to it if that doesn't work then you can call the police i think my ratchet ass would know that would be the right thing to do but still choose not to for some reason i feel like i would either go full blast and like verbally murder them hmm. or i would do something stupidly passive aggressive about it and annoy the shit out of them like i might just chase after him fake coughing like and, and sound like Kawhi leonard as i do it <laughs> just like <laughs> the whole way through and see and see if they live i mean there there are pros and cons to like every like situation and yeah. how you want to deal with it like even the the way i approach it for me, I would, that would seem like the logical situation, like logical way to approach that situation. To cough on rants? No, no, like just to like use so, your oh, discretion you mean, yeah, and okay. um, see whether or not it's worth making like a big scene. Yeah. At the same time, some people might argue that um, that's the reason why a lot of the times the Asian community isn't like, like um, the Asian community is targeted for the in this in these situations. It's because they don't normally stand up for themselves. But I feel like at the same time. It's also good to just protect yourself in that sense because if you do cause a huge scene, you you risk endangering yourself and the other people around you because it's such a big situation now. Damn, rather than dude. just diffusing the situation to begin with. Out of everyone in our friend group, you're like technically the least Chinese. I think <laughs> you sound the most Chinese when you speak Confucius. <laughs> That's the only thing that was missing is like, oh my god, you sound like an Asian dad. Nah, but you're right. You're right. Ultimately. The best way to solve any issues, as I always say, is think of it purely objectively first before you commit to anything. Um, with that said, though, uh, sometimes you just got to fuck somebody up. <laughs> That's the problem with me, man. Like, it's not so much. I the, the problem with me is I do think objectively, but then at the same time, I know that objectively I have like a lot of firepower behind what I could say. Because I like to talk shit, too. I can't even lie. But like. I'm good at it. That's that's the problem. And knowing that I'm good at it, like, gives me this weird arrogance sometimes, where like I I, I will not I will not hit you, but I will defend myself in a way where you will remain silent for the remainder of your of your existence. Like for example, this is gonna be the last thing before we wrap this up because we're running on time. One time there was this one lady right <laughs> who um who who I guess like has like a, a bit of a, like an eye issue. Like she she has like one hell of lazy eye. It's so lazy it's almost asleep type of thing. So she was complaining to me saying how like, what, don't I get like an additional 20% off with like my membership? I'm like, no, not on this particular product because it's on a specialty um, markdown, right? Or no, 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 it was on a specialty deal, right? And she's like, yo, this is ridiculous. How could this be? I'm like, and then I'm like, this is just the way it is. She's like, I want to speak to a manager. And I was like, at the time, a part-time assistant manager. So I'm like, all right, let me go get him. Yeah, so I just spoke to a man <laughs> and uh, it doesn't work out. And then she's like, she's like, wow, really? I'm like, yeah, I guess we just don't see eye to eye on this topic. <laughs> and then she and then she's like, okay, give me your name. Your, your g- g- Give me your name. I'm going to make a complaint telling that you won't give me my fucking sales. So my arrogant ass, and you should never do this. I fucking gave her my name, my employment number, my position and everything and my, and everything. And I think I even included my, my personal phone number. I'm like, I expect an apology from this. <laughs> like I was like, you should, no one should ever do that. <laughs> but I think I did that like only once. And then immediately I'm like, Fuck, I just gave this bitch my number. <laughs> Next time she's gonna get a spam call, she's gonna tell the tell the Chinese people to call me now. <laughs> but yeah. 
Anyways, um, what are some closing thoughts that you have in regards to this uh, Super COVID-64 situation? Is that what it's called now? <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Just stay safe, you know. Just stay alert. Stay, stay safe. safe. <laughs> exactly. Stay safe. And uh, hopefully it'll end soon. Probably not, though. <laughs> nice. Spoken like a true Chinese man once again. Well, as, as long as um, there are people out there that aren't, like, taking, like, precaution and going yeah. outside and it's always gonna like continue and until like a vaccine is invented and di- distributed to the public you know don't be i feel like there's gonna be some racist bastard who's gonna see that vaccine and then realize it was made in china and they're like they're gonna refuse to take it <laughs> that'd be hilarious they die on their own like discretion mm-hmm. yeah anyways um patrick where could we find you on social media and shit uh, i'm not on social media actually nice <laughs> anyways uh, it's it's private so you know, I keep my... Oh, is it actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, you know, keep my privacy safe. <laughs> In a sense. Anyways, uh, this concludes this episode of the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. Don't forget that you could follow this podcast on multiple platforms. Of course, native to YouTube here, where you could see our our visuals, his pretty face, and my ugly one. Um, you can also <laughs> listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pass, Google Cast, excuse me. Um, Breaker, Radio Public, and so much more. So make sure to follow that as well as subscribe to this channel. You can find me personally on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud at Kirby Kwan Jr. That's K-I-R-B-Y-K-W-A-N-J-R. And until next time, take care, everybody. Stay safe. Don't cough on motherfuckers unless they call you a Chinese motherfucker.